www.healthcmi.com. Acupuncture Continuing Education Online Today, Acupuncture Beats Drug for Herniated Disc Relief, published August 23, 2019 at healthcmi.com. Simply click on News and go to the article entitled Acupuncture Beats Drug for Herniated Disc Relief. This article goes into a lot of detail, but essentially what we find is that a combination of acupuncture points and the herbal formula Shen Tung Zhu Tung is more effective than the anti-inflammatory pharmaceutical Selexicup. Acupuncture had a 90.69% total effective rate. Selexicob had an 81.40% total effective rate. Sample size was 86 patients of lumbar disc herniation patients. Now keep in mind, some people say, well, why isn't it tens of thousands of patients? Good question. Well, that's just funding. In other words, the larger the sample size, the better the study. What's nice, though, is that there are numerous studies with much larger sample sizes that have the same results, that acupuncture is effective for the treatment of lumbar disc herniations. If you go to the article, you click on news and look for this article, what you'll find is all the acupuncture points laid out, how they were applied, all the herbal medicines and how they were prepared. So it's great for acupuncturists. It's great for the layperson as well to see what you can expect what types of treatment regimens you'll need to do to address this very important situation. They break it down. We find that acupuncture not only had a better total effective rate, but the curative rate was significantly higher and the markedly effective rate was also much higher. So acupuncture came out with a good showing here. Now, what what is someone to do with a herniated disc? You have some options, right? Now, long-term, people are going to need to strengthen abdominal muscles, work on stretching, uh, traction, many things. In the immediate, acupuncture, electroacupuncture, herbal medicine are excellent, and other modalities. Some people will use injection therapy using corticosteroids with their physiatrist or other doctor that can apply that. Some people do choose microdiscectomy. And while very effective, keep in mind that a lot of the studies that we've been seeing show that two years out, the corticosteroid injection has about the same outcome rate for disc herniations as the microdiscectomy, which is an interesting finding. We'll definitely keep an eye on that and look for those comparisons in the future. And also remember that acupuncture can be combined with multiple therapies. So it could be for post-surgical recovery or pre-surgical preparation. It can be used instead of surgery. It can be used in combination with corticosteroid injection therapy. And instead of it wearing off in, let's say, two weeks or two years, what have you, maybe it can last longer. That's the idea, is to help with that curative action. In fact, one of the downsides to the injection therapy in many situations is that the corticosteroids do dissolve tissue. In this case, it works as medicine because why? It helps to shrink or dissolve the lumbar disc herniated tissue. So inside a lumbar disc, there is the nucleus propulsus, the fluid-filled sac in the center of your disc between your spinal column. They're little shock absorbers. And there's a ring within a ring design around it of, of thick, heavy cartilage, and that's your, your disc in between the bony structures of the spine. 
And when that fluid pops out and squirts out from the side because of usually with pressure or a twist and a tear, that can cause impingement on nerves, especially in that intervertebral foramina in the space between the spinal columns uh, area. So when that liquid comes out and presses on the nerve, you feel it. You can have weakness, numbness, pain, uh, limited limited range of motion it's it's not a pleasant experience and that is an understatement what acupuncture can do is help to shrink that size help to also restore the health of the nerve fiber which is really a wonderful thing that acupuncture can do with reviving nerve fibers at health cmi we also have a course called low back pain which is a great course for licensed acupuncturists so if you're a licensed acupuncturist go to healthcmi.com Click on acupuncture seat use and take a look at the course entitled Low Back Pain. That course will cover special electroacupuncture techniques specifically for eliminating herniated discs. And there are many types. You have your protrusions where the liquid doesn't come out from the center, right? It's just bulging the disc. And those can help to be made a little bit smaller and less pressure on the nerves. Then you have your extrusion. That's when the fluid from the center breaks out and comes out. And then finally, you even have another type of extrusion called the sequestration. And that is when the fluid comes out of the disc and then kind of breaks off and goes off on its own as a little satellite piece of fluid. Sometimes the body will naturally resorb that. Acupuncture or electroacupuncture or injection therapy can help dissolve that. Or sometimes it will just stay there. It could even calcify and become uh, problematic long term. There's a lot going on with that. That acupuncture course online at healthcmi.com goes into a lot more detail, how to deal with these things, how to treat them. This study chose a nice selection of points and herbs, including some points like Yao Tung Shui, which are distal points usually used for acute low back pain, which was interesting. But of course, using the Jaji points by the spine and other classics like Wei Jung Bladder 40, which is the command point at the back. There's a lot there to take a look at a really worthy article to take a look at this study. Interesting take on things. This was an original translation from the original research done in China by our Health CMI team of translators. So much of what you'll find in the Health CMI news department are the only English translations available. Basically, this is news. We are finding more and more evidence showing exactly how acupuncture works. Now we have MRI before and after. We have CAT scans before and after. We get very detailed and specific on exactly what we can do and when. Even the Medicare system has put out money for two studies to look how acupuncture for the treatment of low back pain can prevent addiction to opiates. And that's in process right now. At some point, acupuncture will be merged into the Medicare system, and those studies are laying the groundwork for that. And that's occurring right now. It'll still be a little while before it's mainstreamed into the system, but it is coming because the research is being laid down now so that an NCD can be made. An NCD is what in the Medicare system is called a National Coverage Determination so in other words, they basically review a study and then say, okay, we accept that this works. Now it's available to everyone with Medicare. That will also pretty much make it available to all federal employees as well. 
Uh, and it'll be probably be specific at first acupuncture for the treatment of low back pain, but it might be broader after that. Now, keep in mind a lot of uh, United States research departments, University of Maryland, Stanford, Harvard, they've done a lot of work on acupuncture and proven effective for many things. But this one is specifically for the NCD process. So this is how the bureaucracy churns. And we, they, not, in other words, they didn't just take something that's already there and worked with it, even stateside or from the UK or Australia. There's plenty of research in English-speaking countries. There's plenty of research out of France. There's plenty of research out of Taiwan and China and Hong Kong and Japan. There's many countries that have done research, but they're going with new research. It will take longer. But eventually, even acupuncture will be part of the Medicare system. We'll keep an eye on that and see what happens. Medicare has even set the reimbursement rates for licensed acupuncturists once it is part of the system. They're getting ready. And the op opioid crisis is massive in this country. What happens is it's, it's a problem where people get into trouble. Sometimes they have surgery and they have intractable pain. Sometimes uh, before they get surgery, they have intractable pain and take medications given to them by their doctors but they get addicted and they're strong opiates. This is, this is an enormous problem. So what happens? At that point, you have a national health care crisis, and that is what we are in the middle of. It could be anyone. It could be your neighbor, the person next door. And then the doctor pulls them off the pharmaceutical medication, and now they're taking illegal drugs, street drugs, because they are addicted. And physical addiction is not a, a mental dependence. Physical addiction, the body is actually craving this and needing this and has severe side effects for not taking it in. So the body is now treating it as a necessary nutrient. So this is a more serious topic on a deeper level than something that is only mentally addictive. Let's say something like marijuana. Marijuana is in no way physically addictive. The body simply cannot become physically addicted to it. Someone might have a mental dependence on it for relaxation or for better sleep or something like this, but comparing something like that to something like alcohol or opiates, they're just not in the same league. Let's put it that way. Some things are simply not physically addictive. However, opiates are very addictive. And this study is showing us how to keep people away from addictive drugs. Now, a lot of the anti-inflammatory medications are also non-addictive. Now, if you take something like ibuprofen, goes under the name Advil. There's a lot of names it goes under. In some ways, yes, it's a miracle drug, but we know that if people take it on an empty stomach, they often can have something like gastrointestinal upset. Even aspirin can do that. So this can even get to the point where people can no longer take the drug anymore because it's caused so much gastrointestinal upset. Also, long-term use of ibuprofen does have some impact on the body, which is not desirable, especially on testosterone levels in men. And so it does cause physical problems in the testicles. So um, ibuprofen long-term is not a great way. You can't just keep taking it, in other words, uh, without actually addressing the underlying, underlying problem. That's really what has to be dealt with at some point. So ibuprofen 
while a miracle drug, I mean, it really is amazing how it works, is still something that we don't want to play with every day. That One can get into a lot of trouble. Uh, what I was referring to there is a study, and that was out of the University of Copenhagen in uh, 2017. And the title of that study is Ibuprofen Alters Human Testicular Physiology to Produce a State of Compensated Hypogonadism. And I can assure you that is not something that anyone would want to have. Uh, so again, these drugs in small quantities can be harmless, but long-term use is a problem. And that's where acupuncture comes in. We know that acupuncture can provide pain relief. We know that it can provide health to the disc region, to local tissue in the region, to help with nerve recovery in the region. It is not necessarily a monotherapy. It can be combined with herbs, as in this study. We can do it in concert with other doctors doing other things, including injection therapy, which can be enormously helpful. But again, people have to, with a herniated disc, when, when you're dealing with axial pressure or, again, your vertical spinal column is getting pressure every time you stand up onto it, we have to think of things that relieve that pressure. So a proper chair, a proper bed, uh, proper types of exercise and stretching, these are part of the experience. So if someone really wants to go out and play soccer while they're recovering from a herniated disc, they really ought to think about swimming, things like this. It gets very detailed because we don't want that axial load onto the disc. This study in particular gives us some nice acupuncture points to work with, some nice herbs. I would say it represents core Chinese medicine. There's nothing new here. There's nothing different or out of the box that's proprietary. They are using some distal points like Yao Tung Shui. So it's not all local points, but it's a combination. And that in and of itself is still core Chinese medicine to use some points at the local site, some points distally. Some acupuncturists will use electroacupuncture, some will not. At the Healthcare Medicine Institute, we talk a lot about these different approaches. In fact, one thing we talk about is one electroacupuncture device we really love is the ES160 by Ito. And what they did was they created different programs, automated programs that go between burst mode, sweep mode, and other types of frequency responses, and I'll let that go from needle to needle through the disc. And program number one, which is a very low frequency range, usually around two to six hertz, with various adjustments along the way because it is a programmable system that goes through this special progression. That one in particular, we've found the research supports using program one gets phenomenal results. So the ES160 has been a great mainstay for acupuncturists. And we cover a lot here at the Healthcare Medicine Institute. So the treatment of lumbar disc herniations is a big deal, helping the low back and preventing pain. We also covered the fact that we also do want to prevent addiction to drugs long-term and basically let people have a better life without pain. They should be able to walk longer, exercise more, go out and dance and have a good time, stay ambulant, live without pain. But again, certain lifestyle things can get in the way. For example, let's say someone has to sit six to eight hours a day at work and perhaps they're stressed on top of that, and the chair is no good. 
then how are we going to get them better? It's a problem. Well, first step, get them a better chair. Second, take what they call micro breaks, the water, the old water cooler break, and get up, move around, things like that. Uh, and of course, there'll be some physical therapy or some types of exercises to relieve that axial load and strengthen the muscles in the system. But initially, we got to get that inflammation off of the lumbar region. And that's exactly when acupuncture is, is needed. Go in there, treat it. People can expect results pretty quickly. So if you're interested in this topic, go to healthcmi.com, click on news and look for the article entitled Acupuncture Beats Drug for Herniated Disc Relief. I think you'll find it very valuable. Thank you for listening. I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist. Look forward to sharing more with you again. www.healthcmi.com.